Welcome to the Thin Blue Line Outdoors. My name is Cody Johnson, and I'll be your host. I'm one happy hunter right now, man. Alright, guys. Here she is. Here at the Thin Blue Line Outdoors, we have three goals. Show you a good time. Teach you something. Plant some uh, clover down. Lead by example. Looking good. Great job. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. If I can accomplish one of those three, that's a win in my book. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. Alright everyone, this is the first podcast of 2022. I appreciate all the support we got in 2021. We had 30 podcasts. We're almost to 1,000 views just on the audio, let alone not counting YouTube. Again, I appreciate all the support. Like We had a great year, and I'm looking forward to 2022. There's many more podcasts to come. Thank you. Alright everyone, welcome back. This is the Thin Blue Line podcast, episode 31. And I finally got some family on. About time. Uh, I got my brother Colton on. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. Excuse us if we have to pause this podcast real quick. Go to the bathroom, anything like that. Um, We just did the Hot Ones Challenge. Prettiest of my brother here. And uh, yeah, it was a little spicy. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but we also did very little. We did a minor challenge of it. But I think I convinced them to do it again. Yes. We're going to try to do it again with actual wings. So see how long they can hang in there. Yeah, probably not a <clears> lot, <throat> but we're going to try and go from there. But uh, yeah, anyway, Colton's on the podcast. We're going to kind of break down his season. Uh, he's had a fairly good archery season so far. This has one deer harvest down. Um, that's one more than I do when it comes to uh, bow hunting. But uh, anyway, Colton, you want to talk about your first uh, early October good hunt? Well, Kind of good hunt. It ended bad, but... Yeah. Uh, so, this is the most I've ever hunted in a season before. Um, and uh, I've shot now at two deer, one for two. The first one, I shot at a doe that was quartering away from me. Quartering to me. There you go. <laughs> and I thought I tucked it enough behind the shoulder. I obviously didn't. Gut shot it, ran a brush. Uh, Cody and I tracked that sucker for a while. Mm-hmm. I would say we made one, both of us. We, we made, made a, one mistake, one but mistake. looking back on it, like I, I don't know if we could have guessed it. It was so thick in there, we could. Yeah, I don't know if we could have. I could have tried. But. We could have tried, but it, we would have shot an arrow and tried to force it to mm-hmm. maybe hit her. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have worked. We had a pistol, maybe, or. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Like yeah. it was gun season, been fine, but um, yeah, but yeah, didn't didn't work out. But then like the next week, had another opportunity out at the farm. Um, had another doe come out about twenty five yards. Mm-hmm. She was slightly quartered away from me, and then uh, yeah, made a good shot, double longer, mm-hmm. just ran one hundred twenty yards maybe into the woods. Yeah, I don't know to the field and then into the yeah. woods. So yeah, she didn't make it very far. Um, no. No, that so. one, and if you guys watched the video that I just put out uh, last week, it, uh, it's on there, uh, our recovery film. That one was fun because Colt and I have been on a couple of deer recoveries together, um, mm-hmm. but uh, our brother Caleb hadn't been on a deer recovery in years. Yeah. Yeah, years. 
So it was cool to get him out there, kind of the three brothers out there tracking the deer, and then uh, then getting my daughter involved. That was cool. She's pretty proud of her uncle. Yeah, it was so. pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I I've hunted a lot. Haven't had any other opportunities um, with a bow. Mm-hmm. A couple with, with small bucks. With small bucks, and then also I've had, I guess mm-hmm. like with other does, but mm-hmm. I've only seen a handful of mature bucks this year. Yeah, you, be. You've been a, ha- having a hard time getting on bucks. I have. Uh, I just haven't seen a lot. And shotgun season, I've seen, I think, three deer total shotgun season. All does. And uh, mm-hmm. just waiting. You know, I, had a lot, I got a lot of time left. I'm not going to shoot a doe until late, late winter. season. Mm-hmm. Or possibly this next week yep. with a bow. Yep. But that'd be it. Yep. Um, so, number one, if you kind of want to... But I don't know if I actually introduced him or not, but this is my brother, Colton Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's the middle brother. Um, but uh, Colton, you want to kind of explain what your career is? Yeah. Kind uh, of, sort of. Yeah, so I graduated with an environmental like, stewardship degree for undergraduate, and then uh, through some stints with the Nature Conservancy, um, and then also with a another nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a job working for an organization in northern Illinois, Northwest Illinois, up by uh, uh, Wisconsin, and I did land management, habitat management work um, for private landowners, um, government agencies, and other nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Did that for a couple of years. Uh, went back got my master's. Mm-hmm. Um, worked for the Army Corps of Engineers this past summer, and then I, I finished my master's in 11 days. I technically graduate. And then after that, I enter into the federal program for my internship and get you hired on somewhere. So I'll be somewhere either around here or mm-hmm. who knows, mm-hmm. um, working for the Army I'm, Corps. I'm hoping he ends up in Alaska. Me too. But so. <laughs> the odds, I haven't seen anything come open yet, which is all, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But the odds of that happening are low. But if, it, if it, the opportunity presents itself, I will try. Sweet. Yeah. But, and if you're wondering why I want him to go to Alaska so bad, is in Alaska, if you have first blood relative, which Colton would be my first blood relative, you, a lot of animals you have to have guides for, outfitters, and you can bypass the guide and outfitters if you have first blood it takes relative. takes a year and a half, though. It does take a year it and a half. takes a year and a half. It takes a year, I think, for residents, mm-hmm. a year and a half for, mm-hmm. uh, for family and whatnot. Yep. So I'll be, be traveling to visit my brother. Just happens to be hunting season all the time if he's up there. Yeah, we'll have so. to become real popular mm-hmm. real quick for people. Damn right. <laughs> but yeah, um, but no, right now I work mm-hmm. for a private landowner. I'm not going to say who. Yep. Private landowner um, that owns a very large multi million dollar business up in mid northern central Illinois. And uh, I manage, help him manage over a thousand acres of property, mostly prairie, native species, lots of endangered Which, stuff. Would you say prairie is probably like your specialty? Would I would, you? no, I don't know if no? I would say that. I would say maybe prairie, like knowledge wise, my specialty, but I would mm-hmm. say like my main specialty is like forestry work. Yeah. It's like the actual mm-hmm. physical mm-hmm. stuff. Um, chainsaws, felling trees, and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, a lot of prairie there, um, and I haven't worked out with him. I usually hunt, or I usually work during the day, hunt during the evening. Mm-hmm. I've done that the last two weeks, I don't know, seven or eight times now. Yep. All this next week I'll be out there, and then 
you and I might be doing a quick mm-hmm. little trip out there then mm-hmm. uh, yep. the following week after that. Yep. But. Yep. Uh, and then one thing to kind of go off that, because you're, you've are you got a good relationship with this guy, the guy yeah. has given you permission to uh, uh, hunt it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I have permission to hunt through him. Mm-hmm. And I have access to, like, 400-plus acres that's just me hunting. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult because it's, like we said, like treeless. You and I mm-hmm. Treeless. Um, except on some of the boundaries, mm-hmm. there's like these log piles, which I usually tuck myself up into mm-hmm. to hunt. And then, uh, yeah, it's mostly prairies. It looks like a whole different part of the country. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like Illinois. Yeah. So Colton has hunted the property a couple times now and I had have. some very interesting encounters. Yeah. I have seen working, just working, doing work, um, three large deer that are separate deer, different deer that mm-hmm. are all probably minimum range class 140 150 and then the one i saw while working was pro- it's probably a 160 or, or it's a big very very big deer mm-hmm. they don't see very many humans so they're not too scared mm-hmm. um they're, they're a little curious and usually you'll see us in the trial because mm-hmm. people people don't hunt out there so we else hunt out there and then uh while hunting out there i've seen what's my biggest deer i've ever seen alive my eyes on mm-hmm. Unreal. I mean, I have never seen a deer like that before. Period. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some big deer out here mm-hmm. at the farm before. I haven't seen one like that. Mm-hmm. Driving, hunting, anything. And yeah. uh, thought I was gonna get a chance to shoot at it, but I just wind was not my favorite with where it went. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this next week I can see something. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a cold week too, so should be pretty good. Yeah, I think we have a chance to snow you. So yeah, we do. Which we the snow on Monday and which I'm excited Monday about. and Thursday, I think. There. Yep. So, so Colton's going to hunt out there this week. Yeah. Hopefully has some luck. And then um, sounds like I'm going to on my next day's off. Uh, yeah, next day's off. Sounds like I'm going to make a little trip up there. We're going to make a mini hunting, mm-hmm. mini hunting trip. And uh, Colton's going to be the primary shooter. Um, I'm going to bring my bow so just in case we split up or say yeah. we get one or something. But uh, Colton's going to be the primary. I'm going to be the mainly cameraman. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, it's a little mini hunting trip, and mm-hmm. I enjoy hunting trips. Yeah, and so. I, I'm excited for you to see it because, mm-hmm. like, I've been hyping it up a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was – Caleb already saw it. Our little brother already saw mm-hmm. it because he went and worked with me a couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. And it it looks like you're, like, in Colorado yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a good 800 acres in that one spot. Mm-hmm. So it's – yeah. Colton and I talk about land management a lot for several reasons. Uh, number one, so I uh, I actually majored in environmental studies with a minor in criminal justice. I wasn't for sure at first in college was whether I was going to the law enforcement route or uh, conservation route. Um, actually, all my internships and stuff I did was actually more on wetlands. So Colton went a different approach. But Colton, I've, I feed off him a lot because... Everybody knows I own the family farm now, own part of it, um, 60 acres. So a lot, if I have any conservation questions, um, I usually, a lot of times I have a general idea, but a lot of times I'll feed stuff off of Colton, and uh, so that's good. Um, hopefully you're gonna you're gonna see Colton on a lot more hunts to come. Hopefully some more podcasts. I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while now. It has uh, been a little bit. Actually, yeah. actually, that's I wanted you to bring up last year, and we didn't ever get you in on your turkey hunt. That you kind of did a guided turkey hunt a little bit, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I would like to preface and say I'm not a professional turkey hunter. No. Uh, I've killed two in my lifetime. Which, when you were asleep. I was asleep. (laughs) Uh, But I killed it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I've killed very many turkeys in my life. Mm -hmm. I haven't haven't went turkey hunting very much in my life. 
Colton was very growing up and like I did sports, but Colton was really deep into sports, um, especially football. And then uh, like during turkey season track, you yeah. know me, I just did track for the side thing to get in shape for football. Colton actually it was a very good discus uh, thrower. I was okay. You were okay. Uh, but yeah. You were good for our school. I was okay. Yeah. And uh, I just, yeah, I did football. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, I always did sports. And then when I graduated, I did football, college football. Mm-hmm. And then after after college, I coached football. Mm-hmm. So that was a problem up there, too. I didn't mm-hmm. get that very much. Mm-hmm. And I coached track as well. So mm-hmm. this is, like, the first time I've, like, really been able to get after it. But, anyway, so uh, we went to some public land in, in a at Argyle Lake State Park, which mm-hmm. is over by Macomb. And mm-hmm. I took a buddy who I met through grad school who's never, uh, he's like hunted before, but he's never killed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out there, we went out and scouted the day before, day one, first season, he had mm-hmm. tags for it, And uh, we got out there and started calling. I will say I'm a good turkey caller. It's one mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, no, turkey. you are. So I started calling and I found them and I kind of like went on the map where I thought they were. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I had a setup. The first spot, and I was kind of stuck there. I had him, had him gobbling back to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I had, a, I had a gut decision. I'm like, we're going to move to this spot on the map. It's like 70 yards into this other little field. And he's like, whatever you say. So we got over there. I had him set up, and I was kind of category mm-hmm. corner to him, like 30 yards away. Mm-hmm. And I was calling, and he texts me. I, I, they stopped calling him. Like, I think they're probably coming, but I wasn't sure. And had decoys in front of him, and he he texted me because he had hay bales in front of him, like fifty yards, mm-hmm. and then I I can't see on the other side of them at this one angle. I can see a lot of it, not, and he texted me. He's like, "You see those heads?" Um, and I I see it as I open my phone because I my watch gets the notification. Mm-hmm. I look up and I see three big toms running mm-hmm. straight to him i'm like oh shoot here we go mm-hmm. and uh they come right in and they kind of i mean they came right on top of him about 15 yards mm-hmm. and they all kind of got spooked for a second i called twice and they stopped and kind of turned back towards me he smoked the biggest one it was like a 23 24 pound turkey. it was a big bird it was a big turkey and uh yeah if you go to uh my instagram or facebook then blue line outdoors uh you'll be able to see that picture if you mm-hmm. score back but i think colton I think you had it posted too. Yeah, yeah, we so. had we had them posted, and it mm-hmm. was it was a it it would it couldn't have been better. We were out there for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. He never turkey hunted before. Mm-hmm. He only deer hunt twice, mm-hmm. and it was done and over. So mm-hmm. it went as well as it could have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I couldn't. I don't think I had a tag for that season. I don't believe, and like I felt like I just got up, and all of a sudden I get a text with a picture of like bag. Yeah, we. If I had had a tag, I could have shot one right there, too. Mm-hmm. We, would, we had tagged out. Cause he shot it, and they hung around. So mm-hmm. They was so early, and nobody else was hunting out there, mm-hmm. which was surprising. We mm-hmm. thought we got there early because there were people there. Nobody yeah. else was out there. We even went the next day mm-hmm. to see, mm-hmm. and there was nobody else out there. So Can't beat that. Yeah. Can't beat that. Lucky, really. And I'm going to bleep out the name that you said, so so everybody can just wonder where he was hunting at in Macomb, Illinois. But... No, I'm just still believe it out the whole. So I don't, I don't know if your buddy's gonna hunt it again. So he, can't, he doesn't live. He doesn't. Uh, he lives gotcha. up by up by Chicago. Mm, yeah, he's just you. there. So. Uh, I see. I see. I got you. Now I want more people to hunt. No, well then we'll keep it. <laughs> they're like it, uh, we had talked to one of the guys that um, worked for the state there. Mm-hmm. And he yep. even talked about not a lot of people deer hunt it. Not a lot of people hunt it. Period. And mm-hmm. um, 
it's got like the largest uh, oak, largest standing oak forest in Illinois, I think. Really? Yeah. Dang. It's huge. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be a good place to deer hunt, especially with the oak. We saw a lot of deer there. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Uh, so one thing I was going to talk about on this podcast, uh, if you guys follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you guys probably saw that I got a deer. Finally, uh, mm-hmm. took me uh, took me uh, quite a while, and it took me quite a while to get a buck on camera, um, uh, a buck buck harvest on camera. So ever since I started the channel, I actually haven't got one, um, at least one of my deer anyway. Uh, just it's been a struggle. Uh, you know, the, the season before I started filming. I had a great season. I killed, killed a small buck uh, that I thought was a doe. Actually, at the time, I killed a about 120 class buck um, with my bow, and just had a lot of buck encounters. I killed an antelope that year. Uh, I killed a bear that year, which that was on film, and uh, and then a couple more does. So I just had a great season overall that year. That's when I was like, "Yep, gonna start filming." And ever since I've had the camera, when it comes to uh, buck hunting. I just have not been able to put it together, which I've had opportunities, plenty of opportunities. It's just I always make a mistake or just bad luck or something like that. So it was nice to finally put it together. And the funny story about this one, Colton already knows the story. It's almost like a freebie. It was almost yeah, like was. Mother Nature is like, we pity you. Here, here you go. Mother Nature pity me. Yeah, like here we go. We feel bad. Here you go. So anyway, this is what happened. So opening day Friday. I set my alarm to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I don't wake up till 5.30. Colton is at my shop getting his stuff ready to go. Ready to I, go. Yeah, I'm walking out, and he's like, uh, I run a little late. I'm like, yeah, because uh, I was not hunting um, I was not hunting the family farm that day. I was going to go hunt another spot because I had tons of big buck uh, mm-hmm. action. And I actually had, I had several bucks in bow range. Um, unfortunately, either I had too much brush, they were moving, whatever. Like, I just did not get a good shot opportunity. Like, this year... This year, I've done, in my opinion, I have not made a mistake on a buck. It's just bad luck mm-hmm. or a brush or, you know, I didn't want to make an unethical shot, whatever. So I'm not mad at myself or anything like that. But, yeah, so I was like, I'm going to hunt this farm because I've had all these big bucks um, in front of me. I'm going to go out there. So anyway, I hurry up. I park in the uh, pick cornfield. As I shut my car door, I turn around and look, and I see a deer in the field. About 200 yards plus from my truck. And, it, and it's... It was about 20 minutes before shooting time, so I could just see a silhouette in the field. Anyway, I start, I'm like, well, whatever, and I start walking the tree line towards the deer. And I get, I think I was like 180 or, no, yeah, I was like 180, 150, somewhere like that. And I'm like, well, I, it looks like a big deer, but I, I don't know size-wise, like whatever. And like, I'm, I'm going to get to about 100 yards and then probably just stay put and see what happens. I actually walked closer than i thought and it was like 83 86 yards when i arranged it again at this point in time it's probably 10 minutes before shooting light um and i'm just like man that's a pretty good body deer um i think i can see a small outline like above its head but it's still too dark to tell so i decided i put my backpack down in front of me and i prone out behind my backpack and at this point in time like i said i'm only two 200 yards probably from the truck maybe farther um I'm not, i can see the truck <laughs> it's, it's not far at all and anyway um, so I prone out, uh, and I got my, uh, shotgun and I got a red dot on my shotgun, um, looking through, looking through and shooting time comes and I'm like, okay, it's a buck. I, I for sure know it's a buck, it's like 80 some yards. Um, but it's still like almost too dark to tell, let me know what kind of like how big the buck is. 
So anyway, now it's like five to eight minutes past legal shooting time that I can shoot now. And this deer starts feeding towards me. And this deer gets like 60-some yards. And I'm looking through him at my red dot. And my red dot's got a real low magnification, not a lot. And the whole time I got my dot on him. And he's kind of figuring out something now, like something ain't right. Like, what? I don't know what's in that field edge. But, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, I finally, like, would I be happy with this deer? Yep, I'll be happy. And uh, put my, uh, he had a sh- uh, shoulder kind of back like I like it. And when the deer puts their shoulder back, I like to put my uh, shotgun sight right on that shoulder, bust through that shoulder, get into the heart and lungs. Um, anyway, I did that. My shot was a little fall forward, um, but it took both shoulders out when I cleaned it later. He dropped right there. Um, I ended up putting another shot in him real quick just to make it ethically kill. Um and yeah, uh, I was done within like the first 10, 20 minutes of season. Um, it was nice. I uh, sent in pictures to Colton and my yeah. buddies. They were like, what the hell? <laughs> but uh, Over here struggling to see a deer. Uh-huh, yep. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. Um, I was super happy. Easiest pack out or, yeah, drag out pack out, whatever you call it, I've like ever had. I was able to pull my truck up to him, back my truck into this little divot. So even my tailgate was even down farther than it would be mm. and just drag it right on. So it was nice. Uh, and then, but I will say I've struggled during shotgun season for the most part since then. That night, that yeah. night, that night I saw some does and bucks, a small, small forky, but I was waiting for my wife. I was hoping she was going to be with me. I was hoping she could harvest one of those. Unfortunately, we didn't have any luck. Uh, the rest of the season, I didn't see a deer um, out of my blind, uh, which my dad saw a few. I think he was the only one that first season that I had really seen anything. Yep, and then uh, second season's here now. Um, I take I took my buddy Nate out, which I'm gonna let him tell some of that story. But we had an encounter. Um, we'll just say he should have a deer, uh, but he does not. Uh, I went out there back to that farm uh, after we were done hunting with him, and I had a big buck in front of me. Um, you'll see that on video. Uh, that'll probably be either on the next episode or the one after that. Uh, big buck, but I did not have. I don't have a buck tag for that property anymore, um, for my gun because that's where I harvested my buck. Uh, I do have a bow tag left, so I'm gonna be chasing after him later on. Hopefully, with that deer. Um, and if I don't kill a buck, I'll be. Col- yep, Colton will be with me. I'd be happy. The crazy thing, Colton and I were talking about that deer. We think he's only three and a half. Yeah. Um, which he's I mean, he's bigger, bigger, than, that he's bigger than that one. Yeah, he's bigger than that one for sure. Um, so. Uh, I, I don't know if he's 150, but he, he's right around there, he's I would close. say. I would say he's close. Yeah. Um, but like I said, his body really didn't look right. that big. So I think he's only three and a half year old. So I would love, don't get me wrong, I would still love to shoot him this year. Um, or if Colton got him or a buddy got him. Like, Nate should have been with me. He should have got that buck. But instead, he was coaching basketball. So. Um, Got to sh- make like decisions. Yep. Shame. I'm just kidding. But. uh no. <laughs> I take my hut a little seriously. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully Colton or myself or I got another cop buddy that's going to be out there with me. Hopefully one of us gets an opportunity on him. And if we don't get him, hopefully he survives because he'll be a giant next year if he well, survives. Mm-hmm. probably will. Yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to see him again, let alone get within bow range of him. Right. So, um, but it's crazy. I've seen, like, not including the buck I shot, I've seen, like, four or five shooters out there really? this year. And two I've had within bow range just couldn't get them yeah. to stop um so yeah so hopefully we have some good luck the rest of bow season tonight Colt and I are going to head out um 
I know Colton's still going to be somewhat picky on a buck, but hopefully a buck comes by and he can yeah. harvest it. And then uh, I'm going to have my wife out with me, and if it's brown, it's down for her. So hopefully uh, she gets an opportunity. I had some big does on camera this morning about two to 300 yards away from us where we are hunting. So hopefully one of those does come out and she can whack one. Yeah, and I saw, I saw one yesterday. Yeah. They were moving last night, so and the wind's better for me tonight where I'm going to be at. So mm-hmm. hopefully... I would like, if anything's going to happen tonight, if I don't get the opportunity to buck, I would like a doe to come in for mm-hmm. each other. That'd be nice. Yep. Yep, that would be nice. Uh, we're excited to be out there. And like I said, after tonight's hunt, um, Colton and I will be doing a little hunting trip in about a week and a half from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited for it. I know he's excited for it, so hopefully we can get as long a deer I don't kill a buck this week. That'd be the only thing that could throw it yeah, off. Yeah, that's true. But if you wanted to go still. It'd still come up. You still have a buck tag? Yeah, yeah, for my archery. Yeah, I, mean, I still got a buck tag. Up, Technically, <laughs> I got... Technically, I got two archery, archery buck tags left. One of them I got lane owners, and I got just state. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'll, that'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be down. So, either way, Colton and I will be hunting together here in about a week and a half. Um, I think that'll be some really cool content because it's going to be a different style of hunting than what really people do around here a lot of times. Um, just because it's different terrain, mm-hmm. and it should be fun. I'm excited for it. So yeah, uh, one thing, one mention before we end this podcast, I have a few camouflage hats left. Not a lot, um, so get them while you can. Go to thethinbluelineoutdoors.com, order yourself a hat. Uh, if you're a local and you want to get a hat, there's a local pickup option where either you can get with me and I will deliver it, or you can come get it uh, if you're local. If you're not local, then you're going to have to order it. And again, I'll go to the website. We take PayPal and any credit card. So it all works through there, and it's the Real Tree Edge Camo. Um, I probably will get some more camouflage hats here soon. I had some Mossy Oak Blades camouflage, um, and it did not last very long. So, uh, and that, I didn't even sell on the website. That just went to family and friends who were interested in it, and I'm out. So, um, so yeah, we'll get some more camouflage hats here, and I'm hoping next year I'll have some more merchandise uh, on the website. So, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave me a review. Appreciate it. Bye.